0: Hello and welcome to In the Odd, a behind-the-scenes look at the Michigan State University Department of Theater's productions and special projects. I am your host, Abby Taikaki. MSU's Department of Theater strives to train future practitioners of the performing arts to challenge and redefine traditional theater as an artistic response to an ever-changing world. This podcast serves to amplify the work being done to fulfill that mission and I am joined today by several members of the Michigan State University Department of Theater freshman class, all of whom were involved in the freshman showcased pandemic mockumentary comedy project, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, starting with Henry.
1: Hi, I'm Henry. Obviously, I'm a freshman at MSU. I'm currently in the dorms, despite in pandemics, being stuck at home. Um, I am a double major BFA actor and Japanese.
2: Hi, I'm Sebastian. Uh, I am also a freshman in the BFA acting program. Uh, In addition to that, I'm planning on dual majoring into psychology sometime uh, later in my sophomore year. I am currently calling out of the Big Island, Hawaii, on the Hilo side.
3: Hi, I'm Queen Makita Taylor. Um, Currently, I am in downtown Detroit. I am a freshman and... um, I am majoring in theater, BFA, acting, and I, fingers crossed, hope
4: to minor in musical theater and creative writing. Hi, my name is Tessa Crush, and I am a BFA acting major, and I'm currently calling in from East Lansing. Hi, I'm Sarah Hendrickson. I'm an academic specialist of improv and acting
5: in the Department of Theater at MSU, um, and uh, I'm calling from Lodi, Wisconsin. woo so Henry,
0: you are enrolled to be a student at Michigan State University. You're going to start your college experience and then COVID-19. So what thoughts went through your head when you realized your first year of college was going to be online?
1: Well, the first, the first fear I had was I obviously picked up a job during the summer and it was working a graveyard shift at a gas station. So from 10 p.m. to uh, 6 a.m., I'd be working at a gas station. And, like, throughout the whole, like, I basically just ruined my sleep schedule, obviously. And so my only, like, hope was that, like, all right, once I get to, like, late August, September, I can just be done with this. I'll be going to the dorms. I'll have an excuse to get out. Then while I'm on the job, like, the person who brings in the newspapers, we, like, my boss and I read it and says that, like, Schools are starting to close down. I'm like, please no, please no. Like the whole time, he's like, so if if you're going online, you might as well just stay here and work. And so that was that was my big fear. I literally like cried to my parents. I'm like, please don't make me like stay at this job. But luckily, they're like, no, you're gonna focus on school instead of working at ten to six.
0: Yay, your parents!
1: I know, right? <laughs> That's the first time can go,
0: yay, parents.
1: That's um. True. But other than that, I mean, I have a good relationship with my family and my dad cooks amazing food. So it's pretty much like a win-win for me almost. Like, although it's nice to be able to get away as it is now, but like at the time, um, my mom had to spend more time with me before I got to leave, which obviously moms love when they're like, cause I'm the baby of the family. So she was happy for me to stay there um, for a little bit longer. Um, and I helped my dad make sure like, my stuff was getting moved out, my sister's stuff was getting moved out. And so, it was nice to be able to spend a little bit more time with them, have that little extra time to um, slowly wean out. Like it wasn't as abrupt as I thought it would be. Like, all right, now you're on to college. Like I got to be able to meet my counselor and meet the kids in my program before I had to like deal with the stress of being in a dorm, either having a roommate or a suite mate that I might not get along with, but I was able to like slowly uh be accustomed to the the different aspects of college one at a time
2: i obviously am uh, not at home in michigan i live in west michigan in muskegon but uh i'm just visiting my grandparents right now and it's kind of been this idea where even though you have the knowledge that you're supposed to be on campus theoretically and you're supposed to be doing all these things that are there being moved to online it kind of just gives you Uh, a new sense of opportunity because obviously if I was on campus taking in-person classes, I wouldn't be able to be in Hawaii going to the beach every day, you know? So it's a, it's a grain of salt, but then followed directly by a sweet pina colada.
5: (laughs) Way to brag. (laughs) Pina colada. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A virgin one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, virgin pina colada.
4: I know you're a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) You know his character in Pandemic.
5: <laughs> oh, right. Oh, no. Are you just playing a character? Did
0: you... Oh,
2: wait. That was supposed to be a character? Oh, oh my gosh.
5: gosh.
0: <laughs> so we have to set the scene for what Pandemic is. So let's jump to our next question, uh, which is for Queen Makita. So, how did you come to find out about Freshman Showcase and what drew you to participate? What, what did you think it was going to be and what did it end up being for you?
3: I didn't really have um, any expectations. I didn't really know really what to expect. Um, but I knew this particular freshman showcase would be really different because um, of the circumstances. Um, so, um, but it, I thought it would probably be over Zoom, um, but it ended up being uh, we used Zoom, but we also got to film ourselves and separately and stuff but um it, it i did not expect to, it being something like a series i did not expect that so
0: <laughs> did you have any concept of what freshman showcase was uh, prior to starting your freshman year
3: i remember my mentors kind of saying something a little something about it but i really don't remember exactly what they said
2: I don't know if they ever truly fully announced that it was Freshman Showcase until a while into our actual starting. Like, I had no clue, personally, that it was the Freshman Showcase project until a month in.
0: (laughs) Okay, I love that. Sarah, I'm going to jump to you really quick then. What happened from last year to this year that was so dramatically different?
5: Oh my gosh. Do you have an hour? Uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Starting from, like, orientation, which happens the first week of classes, um, you know, we are able to announce in, you know, in real time or in person, you know, what the freshman showcase is and what a cool opportunity it is um, for the students. And, you know, then we have a sign-up and, you know, all of it's really in person. And then, you know, we follow up with emails because we know who our freshmen are and we want to make sure that they're all included. Um but that was not the case this year and we knew that it was going to be an alternative unique season um, for the department of theater so we didn't know exactly what that was going to mean but i knew that we needed to still have an experience for our freshmen um you know to be able to work together we really um know and recognize the importance of the bonding that happens with the, the new freshman class um, you know, they're essentially an ensemble for all of the time that they're here, and it's important for them to have an opportunity to, you know, meet their new friends and uh, to be able to connect with each other and kind of help each other get through uh, their, their first semester away from home um, as newly minted adults. So um, so we knew we really wanted to do that. We didn't know how effective it would be over Zoom, so we knew it would be an experiment. We also knew that we didn't want to just do a you know, one-off kind of live show because we wanted the experience to be educational on top of entertaining. So um, so Ryan Welsh, who is my co-director, um, he uh, approached me. Uh, he said, well, I want to help out too. I want to be a co-director. I want to be part of this. And Ryan's an assistant professor of uh, theater and media acting and so he's he's our film guy. He's like, let's put this on film and let's see what we can do together. So um, that's what it turned into. And we really wanted it to, uh, you know, be loose going into it because we wanted to meet our freshmen and get a sense of who they are, so we could, um, you know, reinforce uh, the the fun unique character traits that each of them had and have it translate to the project. Um, so yeah, we just kind of dove in and we all got together over zoom and met each other and said, Brian and I said, this is the idea that we're going for. And we thought that it was going to be one short film. And, uh, <laughs> and as we all got together, And we just generated all this incredible material. We were like, this, we can't not show all of this. Edited down, of course. Uh, I think, like, Ryan (laughs) records so much footage that we probably have, like, 100 hours of boobers for everybody. It it has turned into many episodes that we're going to be releasing over time. So uh, the first two premiere on Friday. We're all really excited.
0: So to Tessa what was the process like from start to finish?
4: So rehearsals were extremely fun. They were definitely a huge commitment because they took our whole night away. Basically, it started off from 6 to 8 p.m. and then it turned into 7 to 9 p.m. And then 9 o'clock started to turn to 10, 30, 11. And um, I never complained though because it was really fun working with everyone and Sarah and Ryan. Uh, and at some point, Sarah and Ryan stopped feeling like intimidating professors and started feeling like friends, so we like, yes.
5: <laughs> and we like
4: let our guard down. we like really worked as creative as possible and whatever worked, we kept. we would just like go to rehearsal and start developing our characters in the beginning, uh, kind of seeing what works and what didn't and things definitely changed uh, along the way, but then all of a sudden they would click record and we would go into acting mode and just go record for two hours straight and just get all this footage. And every week or so they would tell us uh, some tell us like what to do in our own time and what to record in our own time. And yeah, we ended up generating a lot, a lot of footage. And I cannot wait to see what they end up using.
0: That is so cool, Queen Makeda, I heard you like <laughs> saying yes, like I, you're getting over the hurdle of intimidating professor versus friendly coach. So, what was that experience like for you?
3: Okay, so in the beginning, it it kind of like felt like they were intimidating, but then over, they just start laughing with us and making jokes, and it, it was just like, man, like I was looking for, like I knew they would say something crazy, like I just knew it because, and also their parts, like. They played their own parts, and they're really funny just regardless, but uh, they're just, I don't know, I just had a good time hearing them, and it just, hearing them laugh, hearing them make jokes, it was just, it made them feel like, like um, Tessa said, like friends. Well, what we
5: really wanted to do, and thank you. That's so sweet, you guys. Um, We we wanted to, you know, create a collaborative environment. And, you know, Ryan and I knew that we, you know, needed to provide some leadership. But we also knew that if we were actually truly going to collaborate together, we needed to develop as an ensemble, all of us. Um, And we also knew that we wanted uh, for the performers to have ownership over what they were bringing to the table. And um, so yeah, so that, those first couple of weeks initially, a lot of our goal was for everybody to just start getting comfortable with each other so they could uh, take creative risks. And uh, you know, and then we got there. So it, it was really great.
0: So what was an example, can anyone give me an example of an exercise that uh, Sarah, Ryan had you do to sort of break that all down and start to gel as an ensemble?
2: I don't even think it was as much a specific exercise as key moments that would just kind of naturally occur over the course yeah. of these rehearsals. It's like, I know at one point, uh, it was pretty early on into into the actual project, probably week one, week two, we were getting the rundown for what we were supposed to be filming that day. And I think very casually, you just heard Ryan drop an f-bomb in a sentence <laughs> just like sl- insert it somewhere just like let's be bleeping fantastic all right and i think henry and i might have had that moment where we p.m'd each other in zoom and it was just like did yeah. he did he, ju- did he, really oh, he just did? oh so we could oh sick oh cool
0: okay cool so it was sort of moments of like oh professors they're just like us yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely cool. um so, Sebastian, take us a little bit into filming in particular, um, any skills or techniques. or um, I've seen the first episode where you all sort of introduce yourselves, but you're not necessarily yourselves, right? Are you playing character versions of yourselves, or how does that all work?
2: Yeah, so the prompt that we were given, basically, uh, in the first sort of meeting slash rehearsal was come with a character in mind that embodies whatever you want we they were absolutely very very receptive to any ideas that we had so there were people that played themselves but exaggerated there were people that played opposites of themselves there were people that played themselves as a character but they over everything about them so it's always uh it's kind of a different experience because some people you'll see are going by their exact name like henry goes by henry But I, for an example, go by a nickname. I go by Seabass the entire show. And Julia, one of our castmates, goes by an entirely different name. So it's just, it was very unique to where we had so much freedom to be able to do whatever we wanted with it.
4: I just want to be clear that although my name is Tessa in the show, she is not me. (laughs) Make sure my mom knows that. Make sure everyone knows that she is not me. It
2: was... Organized chaos in the purest, best form, I have to say, because just as in the same way where our characters were just absolute freedom, we would get at the beginning of a recording session for our Monday and Wednesday recording sessions, we would get a framework given to us by the directors, by Sarah and Ryan, and then we would just hit record and we would have a loose idea of what was going to happen but everything in between everything that happened during the episode that wasn't specified was entirely improv and
1: and what he means by the framework is that sarah would show up and tell us so this is what these two characters are going to do uh you have like an hour and a half to get there uh have fun
4: i love the fact that like we all knew that we were free to make mistakes because like whatever didn't work, didn't work. We were gonna use what did work. And that's what I loved about it. Like the ability to just be, go all out.
0: So I think I mentioned right at the top that it's a mockumentary comedy, but we didn't really uh, delve into like, what is the, the the format or sort of the the basis for this. Queen Makeda, could you explain like what what is pandemic?
3: In the beginning, they kind of gave us like examples of, it's supposed to be like, sort of like Glee or like um, Parks and Rec. It's like um, a bunch of people, but um, sort of like me, because we are young and, but we're not in high school. Sort of like how it's recorded and um, how, you know, like the office or Parks and Rec is recorded and, are instances where we are also recorded by ourselves, but also recorded in, in classes together and together. Um, but it's similar to those shows of like Glee, Parks and Rec, The Office, that are kind of um, humorous and very funny.
0: Oh, cool. Okay, so you're sort of um, like a camera crew is following you around kind of documenting your life as a, as a, a freshman during a pandemic. Yes. I love it, and uh, so Sarah, you said it started out to be just one episode. Now it's several episodes.
5: I'm thinking that we might be looking at a total of eight, um, anywhere between eight and ten. Um, I don't, I don't want to give too much away um, about where it's going, but. Um, You know, we we involved uh, some other um, professors in the department uh, from the acting faculty. And we're like, well, let's just have some fun with this. Right. Like you and they they came to the table with um, enhanced versions of themselves and some of them playing complete characters. But also all with the idea in mind that we wanted to also um, make fun of ourselves. Um, So we really had a lot of fun with leaning into those tropes. And you know, it follows them basically through their first semester, in and out of classes, their orientation, rehearsals, um, things like that. So it was—it's an interesting project because, you know, I'm just to sort of really explain, like a mockumentary um, is—you know—it's a combination of the words mock and documentary. Um, It's a type of, at least this film, depicting fictional events but presented as a documentary, right? So generally they're often used to analyze or comment on current events or issues, but used in this fictional setting, which this is a pandemic. And so what, you know, current event, uh, you know, is happening that we're going to want to comment on.
0: So freshmen, what were your major key takeaways from this entire experience?
4: Some friends, some really great friends, honestly.
2: I will second that. I think that They definitely succeeded in giving us a place to meet people and to make new connections. And even though I have met a total of two people from my college experience in person and seen their actual real-life non-screen faces, I still feel like I know all of these people so much more than I would have if I had not been a part of Pandemic.
4: Definitely. And it also made me, I guess, I didn't really know how capable we we were without like, with Corona, and with under these circumstances, I didn't know what kind of uh, shows that the theater department could pull off, and it really got me. Like they were really resourceful, and I don't know. It was it was a really great experience, and I learned a lot from it.
3: Um, I gained memories. Um, I had so much fun, and I probably will not forget this um, experience. Um. Probably definitely won't. Um, I had so much fun, and I always looked forward to going, um, like, to film on Mondays and Wednesdays. Um,
1: yeah, I think that it also helped with like making true, deep connections. Like, it wasn't just something that we did that we all met up. We did what we were supposed to move on. But for me personally, not only allowed us to like form an ensemble. But it already broke the barriers that I think a lot of people struggle with of, like, finding where your, um, like, comfort level is. Be chill. Be friends. Like, we've already extended our relationship so far that now we're all just like super close.
0: Well, I personally hope that I am around for your senior year when you all go back and get to watch this together and remember where you all started. Uh, Freshman showcased Pandemic, a mockumentary comedy. The first two episodes are going to premiere on Friday, February 12th of two thousand. 21 at 8 p.m. Eastern. There will be a live viewing party on the um, Michigan State University Department of Theater Facebook account, which is at Michigan State Theater. And you will also be able to find all of the episodes um, as they're released on the department's YouTube channel, which is theater underscore MSU. And that's theater with an R E. Um, But thank you to Queen Makita, Henry, Sebastian, Tessa and Sarah for being here today. And I'm so excited to um, to see every single episode and to uh, watch your journeys as Spartans. Thank you to the MSU College of Arts and Letters and Department of Theater Chairperson Stephen Benedetto for supporting this project. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect official entities of Michigan State University. This has been In the Odd, a Michigan State University College of Arts and Letters podcast. You can access every episode of In the Odd at theater.msu.edu forward slash AUD. We'll be back soon with another behind-the-scenes look into what happens at 542 Auditorium Road in East Lansing, Michigan. On Until then, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay six feet apart, and go green!
3: Go Go white!